Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning. Welcome to the Kevin White Show, everyone. February the 7th, 2023. I hope you are having a great day. February. How are you doing? Um, I am so blessed to welcome friends from the USA and India, Thailand, Philippines, around the world. Um, so can you just take a minute and say hello? Tell me where you're watching from. Uh, we've had friends from Nepal recently joining the show. Uh, Pakistan. Uh, there is my faithful friend, Pastor Raja from Hyderabad. I love you, brother. Uh, there's Tracy. Wow. From Apex. Way to go. Thank you. Sharesh is also coming from Hyderabad. Look at us. We're crisscrossing the globe. India, USA. Uh, there's Justin watching from North Carolina. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Barbara there. Another North Carolina. USA's winning at the moment. Anybody watching from the Philippines? Um, let's see. Uh I think he's in India. Where are you watching from? Um, crew with Campus Crusade. Love it. Love it. Love every worker of the gospel. Wow. B from Manipur, India. Uh, Philippines, you are registering. Way to go, Naomi. Thank you so much. And Bangladesh. Wow, Bangladesh. That's right. I was thinking India. Um, there's another one from North Carolina. Brittany, thank you so much for joining. Look at that little baby. Oh, how precious. Wow. Wow. Um, so good morning, everyone. And I am coming at you live from the USA. And I want to just sort of prove it. I want to celebrate some things. So here in the studio, I told you several weeks ago that we are involved in a build out. And so the backdrop has been set there. But now around the room, we have flags uh, from, from uh, around the world. There's 195 nations and we have flags uh, flying uh, here in the studio because our mission at Spirit Media is to take the message of God to the people of God around the world. And that's 195 nations. And um, it says in the word, ask and I will give you the nations. Now, I don't really need the nations, but the nations need Jesus. And I am just asking for the nations to praise the Lord. Um, that's 
That's been the mandate of all creation. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It says in Matthew 24, 14, the good news of Jesus is going to be preached through every nation and every nation will hear it and then the end will come. And um, I hope you're looking forward to that day uh, when we cross over from the earthly life over to our heavenly life and we are um, able to really um, be free from evil, pain, suffering, disease, and sickness, and the troubles of this, of this life. And um, the Bible makes it clear that God is an ever-present help in time of need. And I'm so grateful for that. Can I get an amen? There's Glory from India. Uh, who else is joining us today? Uh, I have many things I want to celebrate. Wow, from Pakistan, uh, Evangelist Elizabeth. God bless you. God bless every person of faith, every brother and sister I have, uh, every evangelist and pastor, missionary, gospel worker, um, every professional, every business leader, every entrepreneur. This show is for you. And I really am trusting God to give you a word of encouragement, strength, and comfort. I hope you'll join me every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. This is live. Because I, I needed in my life this, this nourishment of God's word. And I hope that you will receive the gift of God in your life. Another thing I just want to celebrate is I'm now um, the author of my fourth published book. Um, I feel awkward because it says Kevin White, but I know this is a collaborative project of our entire team at Spirit Media. And I give acknowledgement to that. So I don't take full credit, even though I am the author of the book. Uh, it's right here in the acknowledgement page. But I am just so grateful. This book is now out on Amazon. And you can get a free copy if you go to spiritmedia.us. You can request a free copy. Um, and we want to provide this to every writer in the world. Every person that is serious about taking pen and paper to... Uh, the mandate in Psalm uh, 96.3, publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone the great things he has done. And um, I'm humbled and sober to be a part of that. And I want to just encourage every writer, every person that is taking pen and paper. Uh, we have people in our writers club on Wednesday if you don't know about that and you're a writer, you should know about our Writers Club. If you'll go to the Spirit Media website, you'll actually see a, um, a graphic there for the Writers Club. Check that out. But every Wednesday, we're about to expand it to Tuesday and Thursday as well. We are gathering with writers via Zoom, um, and we are encouraging them as they are writing. We have a teacher that is speaking to younger teachers. We have a war veteran that is speaking uh, of war stories to other veterans. And uh, we have a grandmother that is speaking to her grandchildren uh, as they are writing their books. Uh, we have a woman that leads discipleship to other women, and she is writing a book of that story. Um, we just published our very first book. I'm, I'm going to show it. Uh, I'll have it next week and show it but it's now available on Amazon. 
our very first book of a pastor in Manipur, India. It's called A Shepherd's Story. And wow, what an inspiring story of going from the valley of the shadow of death, literally starving and, and yet putting his faith in God and watching, watching God provide uh, in such miraculous form and, and raising him up as a missionary of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so I hope that you know about Spirit Media's editing and um, publishing services and our marketing and branding services. But this book is for every writer. So if you're a writer and you want to publish or you've already published, uh, you need this book. This needs to go into the hands of every writer on planet Earth. Um, and I hope that you will be encouraged and that you'll get a copy. And uh, as soon as you do, I hope you'll leave us a five-star review on Amazon. Well, enough of that. <clears throat> Are you ready for some encouragement and for the word of God? Uh, so today's word, if as you know, I've been working uh, through Watch Your Word and sharing one word live every single Tuesday. And I'm going to continue that through the month of uh, I'm, I'm sorry, through the year of 2023. And um, and so today's word is change. Uh, I'm also offering free copies of my uh, third book, What's Your Word? And you can go there. You see the URL on the screen, uh, spiritmedia.us forward slash free dash book and get a copy of this as well. So um, we really want to see God's word go to the nations, the good news of Jesus to every nation, 195 nations. And so I'm serious about setting that example. Well, last week we talked about wisdom. Today we are talking about change. And next week we will focus in on the word good. But today we are looking at change. Are you ready to understand and be encouraged about the word change? Well, let's dive into it. And the first thing I want you to know is that God never changes. God never changes. Change happens, but God never changes. And we live in a culture that is trying their best to change God. Well, I don't like that God doesn't, doesn't want me to do that. So I'm just going to rip that out of my Bible. And this is my God. I'm going to create the new God over here. Um, but God never changes. God's not going to say one day, uh, this displeases me. And then the next day, well, I changed my mind on that. That no longer displeases me. Now that's acceptable um, lifestyle or that's acceptable decision. That's acceptable choices. God does not change. I want us just to go through a rapid fire of scripture uh, very quickly. So buckle up. Are you ready? Um, so let's, let's go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God doesn't change. Malachi 3, chapter 6. I'm sorry, Malachi chapter 6, verse 3. For I, the Lord, do not change. Are you getting it? I mean, it's pretty clear. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. I mean, it's out of his mercy and compassion that he doesn't change. Numbers 23, verse 19. God is not man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said he will, um, has he said, 
and he will not do it? Or has he spoken and he will not fulfill it? That is powerful truth right there. Look at Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flowers fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. God does not change. Um, look at Psalm 102, beginning at verse 25. Of old you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. David is praising the Lord, talking about this reality that God does not change. Look at Matthew 24, verse 35. The heavens and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. God's word, God does not change. Uh, look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Can I get an amen? I mean, like that should be so encouraging to you and I that we can stand on the word of God. We can trust the voice of God. Last Friday, I talked about in my keynote, the word hear and how God is speaking. And it's this principle out of the word, this revelation, this truth that God does not change that puts value on hearing the voice of God. Let's continue. Uh, Psalm uh, chapter 90, verse two, before the mountains were moved forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. So there is change happening all around us, but God does not change. We need to know that. It's a blessing. It's a gift. Look at Isaiah 44, verse 6. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. There is nothing like God in existence that you can pinpoint that they do not change. People change. Plants change. The, 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 the earth changes. Life comes full of changes, but God does not change. And that's what makes him God. And so I hope that you'll just see and hear the reality of what God is saying. It's an encouraging word. God does not change. Look at Revelation 22, verse 13. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. There's no change to God. And that should be comforting to you. The second thing God wants us to understand about change is that God changes us. So he does not change, but he is in the change business. He brings change into our life. And I just want to um, invite you to, to put into the chat any questions that you might have related to change. Now, I'm not God. I can't 
promise that I'm able to answer every single question, but I will do the best that I can and I will find the answer. If I can't answer it on today's show, we'll talk about it uh, on a future episode. But what questions do you have about change? Um, what perplexes you? What tests you about change? So we are understanding God does not change, but God changes us. How comfortable are you with that? Uh, because it will either drive you crazy and you will live a miserable life because God is, is uh, able to change you, but he's not willing to be changed. Or you will find a peace that surpasses understanding as you embrace this revelation, this truth. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Everyone listening to my voice wants freedom. There is nobody that wants to be in bondage. Everybody wants freedom. And here is the truth that sets you free. God doesn't change, but God changes us. And if you can hear and embrace that revelation, that truth, it will bring so much satisfaction, so much peace into your life. Yesterday in our staff meeting uh, with our Spirit Media team, I'm so blessed by what God has done and is doing at Spirit Media. But one of our editors, Carlene, talked about how in a book that she is working on, it's called Faith in Action. It's by a pastor's wife in Durham, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina Nora Fazard. And Nora gives an illustration about uh, what it's like to live a life of putting faith in action. And in one of her illustrations, it is as if God is running in front of us and he has to reach back, reach back and pull us with him. God doesn't change, but you and I need to change. And that is the help. God is an ever-present help in time of need. It's as if we have to have the grace of God to bring us into the timing of God in our life. We've got to be the one to change. Are you willing to reach out your hand to God because he's running in front of you? His ways are higher. And are you willing to let him pull you to where he is? into his presence. So often we want to change God. Man and the enemy has been trying to change God from the very beginning of creation, but God does not change. And we're going to get very frustrated in living the Christian life if we continue to adopt the strategies of the world, the strategies of modern culture to want to change God into our likeness instead of allowing God to change us into his likeness. I love Henry Blackaby. He has a study called Experiencing God. And um, I went through this study probably 30 years ago, 25 years ago. And it, I went through it multiple times. And he teaches spiritual reality um, that is in the Bible about God, because there are laws spiritually, just like the law of gravity 
in science. And um, I love I love one of those uh, spiritual laws is that we must make major adjustments to the ways of God. I mean, think about it. Scripture makes it known that his ways are higher than our ways. And we're not talking about just a little bit of separation. We're talking about major separation. And so if God does not change, guess who has to change? And God empowers every bit of change he wants in our life. Salvation is God empowering the change from from being unacceptable because of sin to being made righteous through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. God empowered that. You can't go to Walmart and buy forgiveness of your sin. You can't order it today on Amazon. We go to Jesus and we repent and we ask for for the, the forgiveness of sin. And God provides that forgiveness, separating us from our sin as far as the east is from the west. That's change. And if he wants to do that so that we are acceptable to God, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. If he can do that in salvation to bring us to his standard, to bring us into the conformity of him instead of him lowering his standard to conform to us, do we not think that that's going to happen in the area of finance, in the area of relationships, in the area of our career? Everywhere we look in life, God is calling for us to allow him to bring about the change that he has for us so that we can have the prosperity that he has promised to us. I talked yesterday to our staff how um, purity precedes prosperity. And um, that is a recipe for change. God is saying, I set before you life and prosperity. And he has given us the path to walk. And that is a path of constant change. How comfortable are you with the reality that God changes us? That means God changes you. God changes me. Uh, Look at Psalm 18, verse 28. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. Right there's change. Change that you need. Change that I need. But, But the third thing that God wants us to understand is that God expects you to change. We, it's not just that God is able to change us. God invites, God commands, God expects that you and I change. I want to just ask you, if you are identifying yourself as a follower of Jesus, what's the last measurable change you can point to? And I'm not asking with suspicion of doubt, I just don't want you to think that we can point to something when we were 10 years old and think we've been there, done that whenever it comes to change. Like, how did God change you yesterday? How have how has you allowed God to change you over the last 
72 hours. Over the last seven days, we need to get comfortable with God's expectation that we change because His agenda is always to bless us, to prosper us, and His path to do that is by changing us into the conformity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is a continual work. It's not just something that He does whenever we are saved, when we are baptized, when we go uh, into a Bible study seven years ago, or at this great sermon that we listened to last year. How were you and I submitting to the expectation of God changing us since we woke up this morning? Are we giving our time into the presence of God, allowing Him to address and change? Are we in His Word? Are we praying? Like, like this is okay to get comfortable with the expectation of change. And the more we do that, the more we're going to begin to truly delight in the Lord. You know, it's within our human nature not to want to change, not to like change. Now, I as a personality love change, but not everyone does. I accept change a lot faster than my wife, Shelly. I accept change sometimes a lot faster than um, some, of, some of our kids. But then there's others that change a lot faster than I do. And we can either accept it begrudgingly with even a sense of continued rebellion, even as a Christ follower, or it can become an act of worship. And I want to encourage you, are you giving God the opportunity to make any change he wants in your life? Now, in this context of change, you might think that this is a disciplinary way of God, that this is God correcting you. But I want to give you an example. We're, we're almost out of time, and I just want to leave you one example in my own life. Like I was expecting God, and I was believing that I sensed God was showing me a path in which he wanted to provide uh, for spirit media, provide um yeah, for spirit media. And, um, and all of a sudden, God showed me a new way. And, um, and I'll talk about it perhaps in the future. But I am just incredibly blessed that God overrode my thoughts and gave me a much better way. Um, last year, I sold stock in spirit media to equity partners uh, in order to have the capital that we needed to start the company. And I was expecting to do that this year, and I'm still willing, whatever, it's God's company, whatever God wants to do. But he is showing me uh, a way in which he can uh, provide capital and, and meet multiple, multiple missions, multiple opportunities in a way that I never even expected. I hadn't even thought of. And that's change. Um, this is positive change. This book, my very first book I ever wrote, represents insurmountable change in my life. It led to this book. It led to this book. It led to this book. 
That's change, radical change. And it has brought so much prosperity of God into my life. But it happened on the heels of change. Change is not bad when God is the one doing the changing. So um, look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2, as we, as we close here. Uh, don't copy the behaviors and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's good will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And so the final point is change happens here before it happens here. Changing our mind. God's had to really change a lot about my mind and my thoughts about him throughout my life, about me throughout my life, about others, about business, about writing, about kingdom principles, about global message to the nations. There's so much change God, God has brought in my life, and it all started right here. How open are you to letting God change the way you think? Right there is where God says, you want me to show you how I, how, where I'm going to start in my process to change and bring blessings into your life? It's going to be right here. And if you'll look around, you'll begin seeing closed-minded people in our culture who are lacking the resources of God because this right here is closed. It's not I mean, like we can stand here all day long. God, give, 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 give. But I, I am not going to change how I feel about those people. And this is going to stay empty, 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 empty. But if we will let God bring purity here, his mind here, his, his character here, then it will impact what we do with our hands and what comes into our hands and on and on and on. Well, I'm out of time. But I hope that you um, really received this word from the Lord. And I just want you to get comfortable with the reality of letting God change the way you think. Um, any questions, anybody, uh, team, is, is there any questions anybody has asked that we can tackle? Uh, you can obviously log off at any time and I'll, I'll be closing out the show in just a few minutes. But is there anything uh, anybody wanted to, to say, let's just look there at the final comments. I appreciate um, Roosevelt. She said, when we seek the presence of the Lord, change will happen for our own good. Amen. And Pastor Achu, oh, it's good. Change is not bad if it is uh, God changing me. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you all. And I hope that you'll be back next week uh, for uh, the it'll be Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day here in the U.S. And wow, we serve a good, good father. And I hope that you will uh, allow the progression from today's message on change to the word good, because change needs to be flipped for the believer. Change is not bad. Change is good. So I'll see you back next week here on the Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more.
all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at SpiritMedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit SpiritMedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at KevinWhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.